everyone and welcome back to episode number four of Have a Nice Day podcast. This is your host, Janine. And this is your other co-host, Joshua. And this is one month of us recording episodes and this is our first official month of completing four episodes guys thank you everyone that is so true yes so episode number four guys we drop an episode every week on sundays every sunday every sundays and guys we just want to give you a really good well set of news that we are at the top of apple podcast charts and we are at 30, right? If I'm not mistaken. No, it was 20-something the last time I checked. 21. I must have checked before. Yeah. So the first time we checked it, it was at 30-something within our category, which is society and culture. And then after that, I checked again this morning. We were at 21. What? Seriously? Yeah. I thought it was 20-something, 7, then... 21. Yeah, I just wanted to say really a heartfelt thank you to everyone who is tuning in, listening in. Even before announcing it, people are already tuning in So because they're following us. So please follow us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And um, you will get notified when we release an episode. And so really, just thank you guys, because without you listening in, we won't be able to get ourselves into the top of the charts no, i think even if they weren't listening it i would still do this i think it's a nice way that we can i would catch still do up this 100 percent over our week i really enjoy doing this i love it i love it it's a passion project so josh how was your week my week it's it's been a long week another another week has gone by i would say but it was it was the weekend was really the highlight of whatever happened throughout the week because comedy is back at Comedy Kicks, yeah. which is my favorite stand-up comedy venue here in the UAE. Uh, plug, oh, plug. Yes, shout out to Ima and the crew who make this all possible. And it was done in a way where we capped it at 30%. So the room did get filled, but in a safe way where everyone was socially distanced from each other while at the same time having your drinks and... Still adhering to the rules. Exactly. We used the full room now instead of just keeping everyone at the front. So... It was spaced out and the lineup was amazing. I just came back from it yesterday. The ones who the ones who were up on stage, do they have to wear a mask? No, so what they did was the performers don't have to wear a mask, but okay. there are two mics. So once the first person is done with the mic, he gives it to I think Ima or Amir where they sanitize it. So that one is given to the third and the nice. second one is ready to go up on stage. So everything's clean. They follow the rules, guys. They follow the rule in yeah. case one of those secret people come out of yeah. nowhere and like yeah. try to investigate and inspect See, we can, everyone. We can all have fun even if we're still in pandemic. Just exactly. make sure that we're safe and we adhere to the rules, wearing your masks, practicing social distancing. We're all responsible for this. So let's just keep it clean, <laughs> wash your hands, and just practice social distancing. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people were not laughing out loud because they were very conscious because maybe some saliva might might come out and hit someone on the neck and the guy's like who was that (laughs) and there's no one around him so it was like that must have been like a really strong laugh (laughs) (laughs) but it was done in a very good way um not as we had it before pre-corona but this is a step towards making live comedy available for everyone and plug plug i am performing next week on the 11th of september which is uh, a great date uh, not a great date but maybe i can try to incorporate something into my set but it, i'm very very nervous at the same you time got this 
You got this. Uh, yeah, it's a paid show that makes it <laughs> you me weren't even... convinced. <laughs> no, I'm not convinced. You are no one. <laughs> I need to listen to my internal voices, the voices inside my head saying that I will actually do a good job. It is a paid show now, so there is more pressure because people are actually paying to, to come and see comedians. So I want them to feel like they paid and got their money's worth whenever we got get off stage and we make them laugh from the belly. So that is my goal. Well, if no one laughs, you know I'll be laughing. I know, I know. Like- I have one person, my one muse. <laughs> My biggest fan. Exactly. She's never seen me done comedy. You're groupie. <laughs> That's true. I've never seen you. She live. doesn't know what to expect, guys. Yeah. Whoever knows my sense of humor will be in for a treat. I'm also nervous because what if I don't laugh? <laughs> then I'll go home and cry as I did. <laughs> no, I'm sure I'll be laughing all show. throughout the night. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Good company, good friends. Everyone's gonna be there. So book your tickets and follow Comedy Kicks on Instagram. Reach out to Ema if you also want to perform sometime in the future. And it's gonna be an amazing show. The lineup is really good. It will be. I'm actually excited. So speaking of excitement, I'm also excited for this new segment that we have. Exactly. So we 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 usually have topics every episode, but this time we decided to put you guys in control and ask us questions. And if you haven't seen already that we do try to plug in everyone asking us questions, sending us a comment or a DM on what you want us to talk about. And this episode is dedicated to two special people, our listeners who listen to this podcast. And we're going to answer the questions that they have thrown at us. Yeah. I would advise everyone to take this with a grain of salt because... We are in no way qualified. Qualified. I got you. I got you. <laughs> We're in no way qualified to answer these questions, but I feel that with our train of thought and our thinking process, we'll be able to shed some more insight on whatever you might have in your mind. But before that, we wanted to warm up with each other. Yes. So we're also going to ask each other questions. And we haven't thought of a formal name for this segment. But for now, we're going to call it Rapid Fire Questions. Mm -hmm. So Josh and I have prepared three questions and we haven't revealed it with each other as of yet. But... I'm not looking. I see Jenny trying to look at my questions. I'm like, no, not going to (laughs) happen. He's covering it up. So Josh, do you want to be a gentleman and start the rapid fire question segment? I would love to because let's start it off with a light question. Okay. (laughs) I can see it in your face. You're so nervous right now. (laughs) Don't worry. It's very simple. Uh, You can even elaborate on it more if you want to or I might have a follow-up question. But this is the first question that I want to ask Janine. I'm ready. You're on a first date with someone. Mm -hmm. They have a massive booger in their nose. Would you tell the person that there is something on their nose or you would just like ignore it? Knowing myself, I would ignore it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was was expecting you to actually say you would tell the person. Yeah, but maybe on a second or third date. But on a first date, I don't know. I, I, I feel... Oh, I feel bad. I wasn't expecting this. I thought you would be like the one who would own up to the occasion and say, dude, you have something in your nose. There's a bat in your cave. (laughs) Yeah, I would feel bad, but also I don't want to embarrass the other person. Exactly. It's a very fine line because it's a first date. You have zero expectations. But when you see something like that. But imagine if he goes like goes home or goes into his car and he looks at himself and he's like, this booger was the whole time. And then he'll feel so bad because he's like, maybe it is. He would. He would definitely would. The other party definitely. Definitely. Sorry. <laughs> joking? I choked. Guys, <laughs> the water is coming back. <laughs> Are you okay? This Don't is live. We're mind. recording this and I feel bad. <laughs> I'm going to put this up for everyone to see. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is why I didn't want to record. <laughs> Three okay. episodes going smoothly. Four, Jane decides to put a camera in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Come on, rapid fire questions. Question number okay. two. Okay, question number two. This might touch a little bit into something more serious, but do you believe once a cheater, always a cheater? No. Okay, elaborate for me. Um, well, this is a touchy subject, but okay, I'm gonna be blatant and I'll Go. and I'll admit that I've been cheated on as well. I used to believe that once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I also believe that people change. People mature. Mm-hmm. People grow up. Sometimes people grow out of that experience and learn, you know, their lessons and they change. But also sometimes they don't. Right. So it's just a matter of learning from their mistakes, maybe even meeting other people, meeting someone who who they think would fit into their lives and make them change. But it's also about understanding what they've lost from what they've done. Yeah. It, it really, really depends, I would say. But I believe that people change. So I can't really say that once a cheater, always a cheater. So the last one is, have you ever slid into a man's DM? I have. What? <laughs> Just for our listeners out there, I, I want to clarify that it wasn't mine. <laughs> but I want to hear about this. I have. Um, it is. It's actually a celebrity. Oh, that doesn't matter. Celebrities yeah. wouldn't even care about you. So he replied, though. What? Yeah. Okay, guys. That's it from me. <laughs> I don't want to know more. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, it didn't go like it didn't. Okay, really just formalize. answer this for me. Was it? Was it someone very famous? I would say a C-list celebrity. So what? That's like uh, a YouTuber? No, someone who has actually appeared on television, but not like an A-list celebrity. Like Hugh Jackman? No, he's a celebrity in the Philippines. Oh, then. Wow. Wow, guys. I'm not racist or anything. I'm (laughs) Filipino, but. Half, okay. But what did he say? What did did your message say? It wasn't like flirtatious in any way. Oh, then. In any way. When you say slide, it means like, hey, boy, what you doing tonight? Yeah, but it was also like, hey, um, you know, I'm a fan. I love your work. I was reacting to a story, actually, not like intentionally sliding into his DMs. And then he replied and then did did anywhere go like did anything happen from that we just talked for a moment but it didn't really formalize because we both realized that i'm here he's there it just doesn't make sense dun, dun, dun. are you ready i'm so nervous don't be nervous these your, are your normal questions, questions are going to be really touching a serious subject or <sighs> no it's not these are basic questions okay okay question number one let's say you matched with someone on online dating bumble tinder whatever and you're about to go on a date Mm. will you stalk this person on social media prior to your date yes what yeah really i just want to know what i'm up against when it comes to the the date itself and maybe have some talking points or maybe try to steer that conversation into something that i saw and then it's like oh my god i do the same so you will reveal to her that you stalked her no, on I social wouldn't. media i wouldn't i would just make see make it seem like it's a pure coincidence okay so like if i see a picture of her surfing mm-hmm. i'll be like yeah so i was doing a lot of traveling and i did my first ever surf, surf session and mm-hmm. then she's like oh i surf too i'm like what stop that's like do you want to kiss me now or <laughs> Will Do you, you want to get married? <laughs> I'm free today, actually, after 6 p.m. I feel that's cheating, though. See, but having said that, I never did it. But to answer your question, I would do it, but that's because I'm off social media. 
that during mm. during the last part of the year whenever i was dating true i was off social media so i couldn't have the chance of instagramming or stalking someone you can linkedin linkedin stalk them oh wow this person has a phd <laughs> yeah that's what i care about yeah <laughs> question number two wait did it answer your question yes it okay. did Question number two. Who should spend on the first date, man or woman? What? Who? Who should pay for the first date? So, yes, I love this question. I get this a Rapid lot. Rapid fire. You have to answer right okay, away. Okay, so I, I firmly believe that on a first date, a man and woman should split. That was me in the past, though. I always felt that. when I Whenever a girl did not bring out uh, her wallet when the bill came on. Or attempt to. Exactly. Or play that wallet dance. No, I got this. No, I got this. I would see it as a red flag. Straight from the get-go. But then, after talking to a lot of women, from my woman friends at least, they say that a man should always pay on the first date. And then from there, you can maybe split it. Or I would pay for the dinner first and then the person would uh, get the movie tickets or something like that. So it's fair for both parties. Okay. But uh, some part of me still thinks that a woman and man should split on the first date. Okay. But I realized one thing as well. A woman, if she pays on the first date, that's also a red flag, the full amount. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't want to see you again. You think? Yeah. It, huh. Come on, a woman pays for the first date, so she's not obligated to talk to you in any way. It's easy for her to cut ties at the end of the day. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. Maybe re- the woman is just generous. It could be, but yeah. yeah, there's always two signs of two sides of the coin. So Okay. It depends on how you think of it. Okay. Question number three. How am I doing so far? You're doing well. Did I get the job or I don't know. It depends on question number three. Okay. Here we go. Let's say you're you're on a first date. Mm-hmm. What action should the girl do to turn you off completely and for you to never ask her out on a second date? When they're late for the date. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. When you say late, how many minutes into the agreed time should they be late before you consider them as late? Okay. So I would usually set up the date at around 8.07. Mm-hmm. Very specific, guys. <laughs> and I would wait till 8.20. Okay. No, okay. but that first wait is a message, a follow-up message. Hey, are you on the way? How long will you take? When would you send that? Uh, 8.20. So oh. I'd wait, I would wait like... You wait until 8.20 to let them know, hey, are you fine? Yeah. Okay. No, okay. I would Very send, generous no, I would, you, I would I would say. send the first one as I'm on my way there. Okay. One when I'm there and I don't see this other person inside. I hope you're not texting and driving, right? It's a no, voice no, no, note. No, no, no. It's a voice note, okay. guys. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't have Bluetooth-enabled car speakers, so okay. I can call hands-free. Okay. So you're and just the- saying, hey, I'm on my way. Or are you on your way to meet you there? Then you arrive 8.07. Yes. Okay. One minute early. Just so they know I'm very... Punctual. Punctual and okay. prompt. Then 8.20 for the message following up if I don't see any sign of them. And if no one shows up or no message comes back, 8.45, I'm out of the of the coffee shop or restaurant. You're so generous with your time. That's Why? almost 40 minutes in. Why? Okay, what is your cap? What did okay. you cap it out? So same. For example, let's say, I'll be easy. Meet at 8. Okay? okay? On my way there or as soon as I park, I will then... You know what? Before I leave my house, I'll be like, hey... About to leave my house, see you there. Google Maps tells me it'll take me. Exactly. Yeah. I get there. I say, I park. Hey, just parked. About to head to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay. As soon as I get there, I'll ask for the seat if it's reserved or not, or I'll find the seat if I'm the first one there. As soon as I sit and he's not there, that's when the first red flag will start mm-hmm. waving. I'll give him a call. 
if he doesn't answer oh i would never call no i wouldn't call really no oh i would call i don't know i if i've never spoken to that person over a call Mm -hmm. i wouldn't call just to follow up where they are so either a voice not like what you said Mm. or a message i'm okay with Mm -hmm. calls you get a little bit anxious yeah i get anxious when i see a number calling me like who died Stop. it's always that I, I just think when I my phone rings yeah oh is the Amazon delivery guy or <laughs> someone must be dead or something's really wrong yeah could so, be either or I would call the guy that would be 8 oh almost 810 okay that's already a lot actually 10 is minutes it? into yeah okay and then if he didn't answer the call in by 820 is not there I'm out okay I have a bonus question then we can start off this question I think it ties into whatever we're gonna be talking about mm-hmm. today and something which I think every guy should hear the answer to straight from a woman mm-hmm. do you think it's appropriate for a first date to be in the other person's house no not at all okay yeah. you heard that guys that just gives a signal to women that you you just want one thing from them mm-hmm. why bring why bring her to your home what if he lives in a sharing accommodation oh then even <laughs> Even worse, just take her out on a nice date. Because if you can't afford a nice date, I'm not saying bring her to like a a restaurant that's in a five-star hotel. Just a nice restaurant. Okay. Or even if it's just for coffee, Mm -hmm. that's totally fine. And I think that is a good segue into our first question that we have today. Yes. So maybe we should play it. Where's your... Let's play it up. So this first question is from Anand. He's another comedian. He sent us a question that I hope we can answer. Yeah. So let's give this question a listen. Hey, hey guys. Anand here. A huge fan of the show. Uh, I'm looking for some handy advice if you could help me out. Uh, So recently I matched with this girl on Tinder and things were going really well. Um, She agreed to meet me on a date. And I should mention she is Filipina. And so I, I decided to take her to one of my favorite spots. It's called Dampa. Super (laughs) nice. What is it called? Dampa. <laughs> so for those who don't live in the UAE or Dubai, Dampa is a seafood restaurant where you can actually sit, have, um, they, they put like a spread on the table and they literally dump rice, seafood, grilled seafood with Cajun mix or sauce. There are four sauces if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you can pick out whatever sauce you want and you will use your hands. So you get down and dirty and eat the Filipino term for that is boodle fight. Yes, it's a boodle fight. Basically. No utensils whatsoever. Yeah, you can if you want to, but everyone. If you want to be use... that person in yeah, the restaurant, yeah, but don't be yeah. that person. And they give you gloves as well, so just use your hands. Okay, so shall we proceed yes. to the question? Yes. Took her there. We're having fun. We're talking about different kinds of stuff. She tells me that she works at Brands for Less. And I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't notice my shoes. <laughs> Wait, I want to say something about Brands for Less. <laughs> I absolutely love Brands for Less. It's I love a, Brands for Less too. It's a great way to save money while buying branded clothing. Mm. So I bought... This shirt is actually from Brands for Less. Stop. Yeah, so if everyone can see I from the video, it's an NSYNC shirt. Do and you I buy it online? I bought it online. Okay. And there's a free in-store pickup. So shout out to them. But uh, let's proceed. We're plugging it. a lot of these outlets. Yeah, out. I, I don't we know. We should be t- paid to plug them yeah, one day. Sooner or later, yeah. Okay. Because I haven't dated in a while, so I, was, I wasn't looking to get like my heart crushed again. 
Um, anyway, um, so my handy advice that I'm asking from you guys is what is dating a Filipina like when they're in their 20s? I don't want to generalize and say like all women are the same or all men are the same for that matter. So I want to ask if like specifically towards dating young Filipinas, what to look out for or Filipinos in general, what are they like? What's their mentality like? It would really help me if you could shed some light into this. Pare, please. I am going to come in to collect my Cebu blanket um, because as your number one fan. So thank you guys and have a nice day. That was Anand once again. Thank you for sending out the question. Yeah, thank you so much, Anand. But I have one comment. Please say have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> You did so well for the question and then you ruined our podcast title. The last bit though. (laughs) No, but yes, have a nice day. Thank you so much, Anand, for sending that in. There's a lot of questions, so maybe we should dissect this whole thing. So first he mentioned that it's been a while that he hasn't dated and he doesn't want to get his heart broken. Mm -hmm. My advice for that is when you open up, when you're single and and you start opening up to people saying, I'm ready to date, you can't tell yourself that I'm not ready to get my heart broken because opening yourself up is being vulnerable and Mm -hmm. opening it up to possibilities of falling in love and finding the right person and moving onwards or falling not maybe not in love but falling deeply into liking this person and eventually might get your your heart broken my first advice is when you start dating be open be prepared for everything that might come your way i i agree as well because once you start dating just also make sure that you're dating because you're ready to take a step forward into your life there are a lot of people who start dating when they're when they're lonely when they feel that activities can be better enjoyed with an with another person see where the next chapter of your life takes you and if you want to do it with someone else go for it yeah agreed second part of his question was more on how do i date a filipina woman in her 20s mm-hmm. i'm correct right that yeah. was his question i'm a filipina woman in my You're in my filipina 20s woman in fine i'm i'm a half filipina and some of the characteristics of a Filipina woman, I'm not, again, generalizing all of the Filipino women, but I would say most of us. First, we're very family-oriented. Okay. So if you're not in that headspace, and for you, family is not you know the number one priority in your life, it's going to be a little bit difficult to be in this person's life because once you move forward and once you get into you know more of a serious relationship, you might get into arguments of how much this woman prioritizes her family. If her family is here, then she would be spending some time with her family. If her family is back home, then she would also spend a lot of time video chatting with her family Mm -hmm. or even supporting her family in a monetary way. If you're not that type of person and you're not open to that, if you're very independent, then that's something that I'm not sure will work that'll be a slight barrier in the relationship is what you're trying to say yeah i guess but also with that because anand was if i remember correctly anand was raised in america Mm, so uh, there is a a western mindset when it comes to families as well and there's a part of a relationship where you have to meet the family Mm. and in a filipino dating scene it happens sooner than you think yeah it could be like three dates in and that person is ready to introduce you to the family. So don't let that get to you. That's so true. Yeah. So it, it, it actually 
boils down to the fact that you're on your third date and they're like, oh, do you want to meet my parents? Yeah. Or and at least the mom. Or, or at least or the mom, Or a sibling. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And maybe for someone who's been brought up in a Western culture or Western mindset would be taken aback saying, okay, maybe that is too soon. But that's how we are. Mm-hmm. That's how we are. We just really incorporate a family and really good point. Again, if you're not ready for that, then that's something to look out for because he also asked us what are the points that he should be looking mm-hmm. out for. So I would say that's one. Okay. Yeah. And another thing that I would like to say is Filipinos are very loving in that way. They they love with their whole being. They they tend to forget a lot of... They, they forget about themselves and they're selfless when it comes to that. Very and that's caring. also such a beautiful thing as well. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen my mom give her whole life for her family she wants the best for her children. Yeah. She will not accept anything that is is not good for their children as well. So it's it's really beautiful as well. So I just wanted to, wanted to like say that you should be open to receiving a lot of love when you're in that relationship. Yeah. There will be a lot of clinginess. There will be a lot of nights where you just spend talking to each other. And so just be prepared for all that because it is going to be very, very overwhelming once you date a Filipina. I would beg to defer with the clinginess, though. Because, okay. again, it depends. I'm half Filipino and I wouldn't say I'm clingy. I have a lot of Filipino friends. I would say I'm clingy once I'm already in a relationship, uh-huh, uh-huh. probably. But in a good way, not like, I, I need you here. I want to hear now. I want to spend all the time with you but maybe clingy in a sweet romantic way like hey i miss you i want to spend time with you because it's been a while but not like every single day because clinginess can also mean like that person is all up in your jam all of the time and that's not the case with filipinos i know but i'm just yeah i know know that much but i'm just speaking from experience where i Mm -mm. felt like i was on a leash when i was dating a filipino girl oopsies filipino girls because i've had my fair share of filipino women okay fine (laughs) (laughs) well then you're the best person to give out advice to anand i can give him the wrong advice though (laughs) because if you can tell that none of them ever lasted so that's true very sad another thing that i would say to look out for is that filipino women are more on the conservative side Again, playing onto the fact that Anand grew up in America, where women are more, I would say, outspoken, independent, living by themselves. Filipino women live with their families until they get married, if they're in the same country, Mm -hmm. at the least. And we're very conservative in a way that, Anand, don't try to kiss this girl on the first date. Please. (laughs) At least on the first date. I don't know. I've... If there was a connection and you feel it's very strong and you feel the girl wanting it as well, I think you can go all in. Yes, if it's consensual. Yes, of course, if it's consensual, right? yeah. If the girl is hinting on it as well, then fine, go for it, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you feel that she's not opened up fully, just don't just don't kiss her on the first date. I think That's a good advice. rule of thumb yeah. in this manner is how you say goodbye to each other. If she comes in for a hug, mm-hmm. maybe you have a better... S- you have a slightly better chance of actually planting a kiss. But if she goes in for like a handshake or something like that, that's when you know, okay, not today. You think? Yeah. What if she just purely wanted a hug? Because no, in that case, she wanted some physical touch, I would say. So she's okay mm. to the idea of wrapping her hands around you. Mm-hmm. Maybe a kiss on the cheek. Like a beso, beso. So like it's a yeah. cheek to cheek kiss. Yeah. Or but like I, a lip-to-cheek kiss. I don't know, but I'm 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 really bad at seeing signals from women anyway, so 
clearly because the Filipino women are not in your life anymore. So hey, if anything, I left them. Okay. Ooh. The world is my oyster. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last piece of advice I would give to Anand is be prepared to immense yourself in their culture. Hmm. So if you date a Filipina, I would suggest you try to learn the language as well. Cute. I would suggest you try to eat their food as well. Go to family events with them. Or big foodies. Yeah, they are. Big rice eaters. Mm-hmm. And they eat anything and everything. Mm. So just be prepared to just deep dive into their culture. Because they love it when they see a foreigner at this certain restaurant or certain event who can speak a language. And the language. The language. Yeah. And they will really, really Imagine love if he it. spoke Brazilian or something. She'll be like, what? Buenos dias. <laughs> That's Spanish. Buenos noches. <laughs> Still Spanish. But but they, they really love it. And a rule of thumb as well. Maybe you can take this as advice as no, what not to do. Watch 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and watch, that, watch the whole Big Ed thing. Big, big Neck, neck Ed. Ed. Yeah. yeah. It's that's exactly true. what you're not supposed to do when it comes to dating a Filipina. Oh, that's that's good advice. Yeah. I just thought of it. I yeah. just thought of it. Yeah, so if you if you want to date a Filipina, that's a good show to that's a st- good starter for you to know what not to it's do. It's the worst show in the world, but that's it's entertaining. That, yeah, it, it entertained a lot of people and a lot of people were on the girl's side. I forgot what's her name though. What was her name? Rose. Rose. Yeah. yeah. Rose and Big Neck Ed. Yeah. Yeah. I would say those are good advice so good luck anand stay in touch let us know how it goes uh if you have any follow-up questions we can maybe try to speak about it on our next episode or just privately answer it for you but thanks again for reaching out guys if any one of you also would like to try your shot at dating anand you can also reach us reach (laughs) out to us and we can play matchmaker here Ooh, like that indian matchmaking show yeah or we just we uh, what indian matchmaking show (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't want to admit that he watches it. Indian matchmaking? Yes. Is it on like TV? It's on Netflix. Netflix. Stop. We've watched a lot of the episodes. We've watched all of them. Indian he loves it, guys. No. I only spend my time He's watching Fast and Furious. obsessed with Auntie Seema. Seema Auntie. Seema Auntie. <laughs> See? See? What? No, that <laughs> slip. <laughs> my secret is revealed. I really love that show in all honesty. I want to send my bio data to someone. I don't even know who I just want to send Send your bio data to Seema Auntie. Auntie Sima, this is myself, Joshua. <laughs> Let's see if she'll be able to match you with the half Filipino. What if I'm the first guy she's not able to help? Like, that's that's very likely to happen. What, what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Sorry, that slipped. Okay, so we have another question. Yeah. That was sent to us. In We're the on form. a roll with these questions, but we've decided to club the two questions together because they're all related with i would say like dating and love and more of the first stages of um getting to know one another mm-hmm. and the first stages of love so this question is from my friend irish beth and i'll read it out so it says how to tell if you have fallen in love and to not confuse it for attachment attachment to the idea attachment to the time spent or attachment to the kilig feelings you want to explain or further elaborate on what kilig means to our non-filipino listeners so to our non-filipino listeners kilig is a feeling of romantic excitement i think it also loosely translates to like the butterflies in your belly kind of feeling yeah or when you meet a girl for the first time and you just exchanged maybe like one or two minutes of conversation but you 
feel like you're over the moon and there's endless possibilities where that can go. Mm. I think that's what Kalik boils down to. So this is a very sensitive, I would say, topic that we're going to talk about because we're going to actually first define what attachment is and the closest word that we could find to attachment is infatuation. Yeah, because she elaborated on to not confuse it for attachment of the Kilig feelings, which is exactly. overly romanticizing the idea of meeting someone or even with the time spent. And just to elaborate on the, the official definition of infatuation, infatuation is an intense short-lived passion or admiration for something or someone. And I guess the whole definition itself already explains itself to our answer to her question where it's a short-lived passion. Mm -hmm. I, in my opinion, love shouldn't be bounded by time. Okay. When you feel this intense, intense passion for someone and then suddenly it stops abruptly, it's not love. It's just a crush, I would say. Yeah. Oh, well, more I, maybe, maybe more yeah. than crush. More than a crush, crush is your like first. the next level yeah. of crush, yeah. Next level of So you have crush, and then you have infatuation, and then it might move to something else, or it might just stop abruptly. And I just wanted to add to that that feelings don't really, don't really end abruptly, because love develops over time. Mm -hmm. It matures. So if you feel like, okay, I've been dating this guy, dating this guy, third, fourth date, then suddenly it stops. This mm -hmm. intense feeling, this intense longing to meet him, to spend time with him or her, it stops abruptly. Then it's just a short-lived passion. It was never love. It was never love. That's why when they say, you know, love at first sight, it's actually not love. It's just infatuation at first sight. Yeah. Like you cannot get this other person out of your mind. Yeah. You start playing different scenarios in your head. The reality of something is always different from what you have planned in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's when imagination takes over. Yeah. You see yourself t going with this person to the beach, to romantic dinner or something. But the moment when it actually pans out is never what you hoped for in the beginning. It's not a well-written love story that you watch on movies or TV shows. Maybe sometimes it is, but it's not. that's not reality. It's not yeah. like that the whole time around. And sometimes our emotions can play a big role. Because at the end of the day, emotions are fleeting. Mm -hmm. Like it can bring you in a high state. It can bring you in a low state. And once you're infatuated with someone, you're always on that floating on cloud nine. I really want to spend time with this guy. And then suddenly, poof, mm -hmm. the cloud disappears. So don't rely on your emotions because I would say, yes, they're real. Emotions are real, but it's not stable. It and when fluctuates all it the time. fluctuates yeah. and and sometimes you just feel so much for this person and it's not really where your whole being is at mm -hmm. so i would say spend more time with this person and be self-aware of what you're how you are how you're acting out before after and during mm -hmm. and then you can make that decision or determination if it's actually infatuation or if it's really falling into first liking and then maybe loving that person eventually what is your friend's name again irish irish so irish i also a piece of advice see where you are in your life mm. because there there are times when i've seen girls who want to immediately start dating and they will fall in love or infatuation with the first person that they meet because maybe it's Something to do with all your friends getting married mm. or seeing that everyone is in a stable relationship and then you wanna you wanna get something like that into your life. 
And just know that love and infatuation and attachment are completely different things. But sometimes you can have one with the other. But you know when it when it comes down to love, love is something that builds both of you up. It lifts both of you. But when you're attached to someone, it sort of brings both parties in a in a way which makes it seem like everything is is selfish because you expect the other person to it comes down to a way where you do everything and, and anything you can for that person and when that person cannot do the same thing you feel bad about yourself yeah like and you expect this person to reciprocate everything that you're projecting towards them exactly and it comes from a selfish place i would say but love is selfless like you would, you can give everything to that other person and even if they don't show it back you still know that there's still something there there's still something real Yeah, I agree. I agree with the the statement that love is selfless. So my, and maybe this moves on to our handy advice as well, is that be loving of yourself first. Mm -hmm. Love yourself so much. Take care of yourself. Get to that state where you're so sure and confident of yourself before you start opening up to other people because then you will be able to identify if you're just infatuated or already falling into love with this person because you're already filled with so much love for yourself that you don't need this other person to throw it back at you you're not needing that person to give you validation love you be with you you won't be clingy with this person you're so sure of yourself that this will just be an addition Mm -hmm. like a good bonus but even without this other person you're good you're fine you love yourself that that's my advice and then only will you able to discern if I'm actually really falling into love with this person because this person brings out the best in you Mm -hmm. instead of this person just coming into your life and changing your your whole being. No, no, no. Don't do that. When you're dating someone, see if that person loves himself or herself enough as well because if you're okay with yourself and you bring another person who's not, that's going to be difficult because then you have to fill that void in that person's life and it's going to be so difficult, guys, because eventually you will tire yourself out of giving so much to this person and this person is just going to be a taker. You don't want it to be a give giver and that person to be a taker. You want it to be both ways. You know, that's why it's very overwhelming, at, at least for some couples and relationships, because the other person is going to be their everything, their best friend, their lover, mm. anything. And it really puts a toll on that person because they feel that if they make one bad move, the whole relationship fails. So that's why I, I think love is fluid as well. It shouldn't disrupt the other per- what, the, what the other person is going through or what the other person is doing with their lives. So in different relationships, you can see that this person wants to maybe start a company, does, wants to do their own thing. But if when they meet that other significant other in their life and then that person tells them, no, just stick to a standard 95 job. And that's when it, it does take a strain on the relationship because you're stopping the other person from doing something what they love. Hmm. Love should be fluid. Both of you should be growing together. Both of Amen. you should. Amen, sister. Yeah, preach. And it shouldn't disrupt the natural flow that is already going on in your life. Maybe they can make you a better person and give advice. But should, they should never try to stop you from doing what you actually want to do. Yeah. As long as it's not killing another person. No, I could say that. It would still... <laughs> as long as it's not going to hurt someone else. Of course, this person will come into your life and maybe help you discern what's good or bad or help you in that mm-hmm. aspect. But this person should never stop you from doing what you've already set your goals or your, your, your mindset into. This person should come into your life, accept you for who you are. Mm-hmm. And become that great addition that would just propel you forward instead of like 
being an anchor and grow together because you are a team at the end of the day and that's i think another difference between attachment and love attachment is when like let's say i'm the boyfriend and my girlfriend has problems i would try to solve it but at the end of the day i still have in my mind it's her problem Mm. but love is when your girlfriend has a problem she speaks to you about it and now it's not her problem but it's our problem so i think it just comes down to great teamwork try to just assess where you are in in your life with each other and try to grow from there don't try to bring the other person down try to lift both people up at the same time and try don't distort anything that is going on in its natural state just let it blossom into something real Yeah. And another thing I would just add is in order for you to know that, it takes time. Yeah. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Just give yourself some time. Just breathe. It's going to be fine. Don't rush it because wherever you're at in that certain position, you're meant to be there. So ask yourself, why am I in this position? What do I have to learn while I'm in this position? And eventually, if it's a line in the stars and if it's in God's plan, that person will find you because... Good people meet good people. Very good. And God will put good people in your life if you project that goodness outward. Mm -hmm. So don't rush it. Just enjoy the state that you're in. Be in that moment. And eventually you will discern if it's an infatuation, an attachment of some sort, a strong feeling of some sort, or moving into love, I would say. That's very well said, actually. Because time time plays a massive part in relationships and, Mm. and love as we know it. Don't try to force anything onto the other person. You cannot force feelings for someone. Agreed. I've been in that same boat as well from both sides of the coin where I would try to rush everything or at the same time took things really slow. So take one day at a time. Understand both parties. Don't think about yourself the whole time. Think about the other person if they're ready to be in a relationship. And don't ever bring yourself down just to make the other person happy. Oh, yes preach so that's all the advice i have these are our two cents exactly yeah it's not concrete 100 percent sure answers that we're giving you that will make your relationship work and bloom yeah these are just small steps that we can do every day to realize that true love does exist i believe that and just take one day at a time nice and on that note guys i guess we've come to an end of our podcast this was a fun podcast i really i really like this question and answer sort of vibe that we got going on yeah because we hear from a male and female perspective from different dating cultures cultures exactly so keep the questions coming in doesn't necessarily have to be about dating ask us anything you want we'll try to answer it so get your questions in you can send it through email if you want to have a nice day show at gmail.com you can go to our anchor website which is in our instagram link in bio or you can go to anchor.fm and type in half a nice day show it will pop up there will be a section where you can send us a voice note if you want to you can even slide into our dms and send the questions there or reply to one of our stories whichever way you would like to communicate to us please do so we welcome all sorts of questions from all sorts of backgrounds we do not discriminate and if you're not comfortable with sharing your name please send it anonymously or let us know hey i want to be anonymous or send in an alias like the loving unicorn from big head ed there you go <laughs> yeah and we got and we put the names of Anna and irish because we got their consent yes so they said yes to it, it. yes and we're not forcing them 
We don't say, no, we have to mention your name, guys. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't seem real. Yes. So thank you again to Anand and Arish for sending their questions in. Thank you so much for listening. If you've listened through this whole podcast, we cannot thank you enough. And with that, everyone, have, have a nice day. day.